0: Previously heard on Good Hope FM. So someone's uh, sent us a WhatsApp. He says, what about the local taxis that drive these quantum vans? You must see how they drive down Fortrecker Road in the end too. You're just as bad as these, uh, these races. I'm driving now, but my customer is texting me, uh, for me, Shafiq. Shafiq, that's, you know, that's the point. We all need to take responsibility on the road. Now... I cannot sit here and go, Oh, um, Vicky, you're an idiot because you drove like this or you drive like that. I've got to take responsibility and make sure that I don't get behind that wheel, either under the influence of alcohol or drugs. That's number one. I've got to drive responsibly. Am I on my mobile phone at times? Yes, I am. Is it illegal? Yes, it is. I, I need to stop. We, can, we, we can't continue this little game of, Oh, don't um, uh, look at us and put us under the microscope. What about uh, these people? No, no, no. Yes, Vicky. So there is a number that uh, there's been a call for you to contact if you see someone driving recklessly. And you can literally give the number plate and they will find out what's going on. The number is 021-812-4581.
1: So, if you see someone doing something wrong, don't just get frustrated. You can report them and something will be done about
0: it. I'm not so sure whether something will be done about it, Vicky, but we can try. Yeah. How many of you have used that number? What's that number, Vicky?
1: 021-812-4581. Uh-huh.
0: Right. I used it the other day and it was, it was and what very happened? efficient. And what happened? Well, they said that they were running the number plate and yeah. going to find the owner. So... But they didn't come back to you and go. They they found the owner. Well, I didn't ask for them to come back to me. I'm not. Okay, okay. Don't want to knock it. Don't want to knock it. Uh, Let's just see what someone else has said here. Um, Yeah, I thank you so much for stop calling the guy an idiot. Yeah, uh, it it didn't it didn't sit well with me this morning when I heard that. Um, Listen, he's irresponsible. He did something that he will regret for the rest of his life. That's for him and his family to unpack, to unravel, to talk about. His life will be forever changed. Luckily for him, no one else was injured. Luckily for him. But that's something that he's got to deal with. We here have a responsibility behind the microphone to educate and inform and so that this does doesn't happen again, but... Towards the end of the show yesterday, we asked for solutions, and people came up with a kilometre year, 1.2 k's year, Wingfield there, blah blah blah, Kilani, all kinds of problems. And listen, I'm not associated with it. Uh, these I just fielded the calls. But what I can tell you, the thrill of this illegal drag racing lies on the streets, on the roads, on the N1, by Sack Circle, and the betting and the money that goes with it. I think the people that called up and said there's no money involved, I think they're lying. I think the people that called up and said that the spectators don't bet, I think they're lying. So I had a good listen to all the callers yesterday. But I, I don't know why, but I, I do feel a little sorry for the man who drove that car at, I don't know, 250Ks an hour, maybe 270Ks an hour. Because I think we all need some kind of education. And if I say to you that I've never ever got behind a wheel Under the influence of alcohol, I don't do it anymore by the way. In my 20s I used to do it. Irresponsible. Am I lucky still still to be sitting here today? Yes I am. So I think all of us need to look in that little mirror tonight and go, how responsible am I when I drive at night? Let me not look at person X or person Y or the taxi driver this. What am I doing? Take responsibility for yourself. Check yourself sometimes. Ask yourself some hard questions before you go out and call people idiots. Because I'm an idiot when I drive irresponsibly and I start texting. And I do. And I'll admit it. Is it wrong? Of course it's wrong. And I'll admit to you that I I used to get behind the wheel under the influence of alcohol. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I don't do it anymore. Anyway, where were we? Guys, so yesterday we asked for solutions from the racing sports fraternity, in other words, the guys involved in the illegal street racing. I'd like to know from you as responsible citizens or people striving to be responsible, what do you think the city or province or or national government can do to curb or, or even go as far as stamp out and root out the illegal street racing in Cape Town? What do you think needs to happen in order to root it out, to stop it? Because we ask for solutions now for the guys and the the ladies who participate in this illegal activity, and it is illegal. And, guys, for those of you that do it, you know that there are major, major risks involved. And I think sometimes you just need to engage the brain a little. Now, I don't want to get on my high horse here because I'm no angel either. But driving at 250 k's an hour at midnight or at one o'clock in the morning, I'm no Lewis Hamilton. There's a huge risk associated with that. But that's the thrill, I suppose, about illegal drag racing. But for those of you that do it, maybe at eight minutes to five on a tuesday afternoon maybe i can change your mind just think about what you're doing take the money away take how much you've spent on the car take the mags away take the thrill away and then just sit back and think think to yourself what am i doing some of you have families some of you have kids just think about it and just engage the brain a little. Because some of you have been brought up on a diet of cars and souped up year and uh, mags year and engine year and to do this and tweak this to the car and the car now runs on this horse. I know nothing about cars. But some of you love it. But I do think there's a limit to how much love you have for motorsport. That's just my opinion, and I'm not getting on my high, high horse here because I do feel for everybody who's been injured or, or lost their lives because that's what they grew up with. Their uncles, their dads, you know, they've all been in the business, but some of you take it a little too far. And again, if it's just you involved and whether you get killed or whether you are severely injured, that's your, that's, that's your Indaba. But... Some of you live to tell the tale and then you take out innocent people. You take out families. You take out breadwinners. Now that makes my blood boil. So just think about it. Engage your brain. You're an intelligent human being. But I want to know from you what solutions can we employ the city a province to almost bring it down to zero. Something that, I mean, I, I find it quite hard to believe that this city can't get a handle on the illegal street racing. That the authorities, not even the city, but the authorities can't get a handle on the illegal street racing. What What must the authorities do? Can someone please send me a WhatsApp Delusha, the phone lines are going ballistic here. Yeah, I want these people on between five and six. I want everybody on. Let's find solutions now. Getting an update from uh, a person who works for the traffic department. She tells me these drag races take place all over Cape Town. So, Jake Schervill, Mitchell's plane. I Road in Mitchell's plane. Uh, Franz Conradi in Goodwood. Uh, R102, N1, N7 stretch. Um, Prince George Drive, Clifontaine Road, to name but a few. If you are on these roads, um, I, I would presume anywhere from Wednesday through to Sunday, and particularly uh, from 11 to, I don't know, 3 in the morning, just be very careful. Be mindful that there may be illegal drag racing on these roads. R102, N1, N7, um, Prince George Drive, Clifontaine Road, N2, Somerset West and Gordons Bay. Um... Jake Scaredville, Eisleben. Yeah. Sometimes there are two races that happen on the same night, different venues. What's the solution? How do, how do, we, how do we bring it down to, to almost zero? I don't think you're going to root it out completely. Let's not be naive. Because that's the thrill. These guys will find a stretch of road. But we need to change people's mindsets. This is a mindset thing. You, I, Vicky, Erin, Delusia, maybe maybe Delusia, I'm not she may want to take a car to a I don't know, I'm just joking. Um No seriously. We won't do it. Some guys, it's in their blood, in their family, part of their culture, not mine. But many of them know people who have lost their lives. Dicing, racing. We are gonna. We've got a, an enormous response on WhatsApp. We're gonna get to those calls in a moment. I promise. Hi there. How's it going? You want to remain anonymous? Go ahead.
1: I um. I would just like to say that if the police want to clamp down on the traffic officers, what they can do is they can have um, police cars standing on these roads where they do the drag racing. Um, instead of having five or four cars standing at one place, um, giving people fines. They are supposed to give people fines, I don't disagree with that, but use one car or at least two cars with at least four or five um, traffic officers in the Mm -hmm. car. And then um, that will obviously make it more cars available to use on other routes.
0: So a bit bit more visibility from the police.
1: Yes, and also um, the main factor consistency, don't just do it for one week or two weeks, they have to stick to it and stay on those roads.
0: Ma'am, thank you very much. Let's go to four. A lot of people want to remain anonymous. Good afternoon to you. What's the solution? How do we clamp down? How do we almost root out the illegal drag racing?
1: Hello. Hi, Nigel. Hi. Hi. I recently or this morning spoke to somebody on part 1 and 4.9 about the same topic. Mm. Um, I feel that the motorsport in general isn't supported enough for it to be taken off the streets. Not in the sense that it should be on the streets. I completely disagree with it. I would never partake in it. Uh, it's, just, it's just really dumb to do it where, where other people are going to be injured and involved. But in, in reality, how many places are there for these people to go and try and enjoy their passion safely? You know, we have robot to robot on a Wednesday, Kilani, but that's not sufficient. Why, why, I mean, why, 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 why is that not enough for, for, for the drag racers? That's not enough. Okay, let's put it to you this way. Kilani is very limiting. Limiting in a sense of it's only once a week, all right? Uh, it's between certain hours. And if your car is too loud, you can't go there. If you're... Cert- for, certain, for certain reasons, a lot of people are not allowed to race there. Another another thing is that in terms of the, the support, street to strip, robot to robot, was supposed to just be the city stretching their legs to be able to give the top-end races like the guy who was involved in the, in the accident on the N1, who would be classified as a top-end racer, the actual opportunity to test out their cars, to use their cars, Sultana, is an 800-meter stretch, which events are held twice a year. So that's two opportunities for them to actually go and do that legally and enjoy it and be safe, which is all good and well, but what happens to the other 363 days of the year where people actually would like to pursue their passions Because this type of thing is actually something that could be a positive thing. Not street racing, but motorsport in general. And the reason why people partake in street racing is because there's no exposure, there's no support. I mean, our youth aren't being encouraged to do this safely. They're just being encouraged not to do it. Because, hey, this is going to be the situation. You guys are going to be either on the road or at Kilani. If you're at Kilani, good for you. If you can afford to go to Kilani, good for you. But if you're going to be on the road, this and this and this is going to happen. There's no corrective process involved. There's no regulation on the drivers. Mm -hmm. There's no interest in actually making something positive out of this negative situation
0: well I, mean, I, I I tell you what yesterday we had solutions for for <laughs> the, for, for the drag races a lot of people said wingfield a lot of people yeah. said a a, a, a a one kilometer strip and, and, and but now we also need to find solutions for the illegal aspect because it is illegal. But you know what even if we do find a solution a track a kilometer or 1.2 yeah. kilometer the thrill lies in the fact that people want to race on a stretch of road now what we need yeah. to do there is mm-hmm. almost limit the amount mm-hmm. of people doing it if yeah. we find a solution like wingfield or can, any other track
1: Can I just interject and say that you're saying like um He's basically saying now that we need to limit the amount of people who's doing it if we're going to get something like Wingfield, rightly enough, because not everybody can handle a fast car. We don't want people killing themselves unnecessarily. Nevertheless, we don't want people on the streets killing other people trying to enjoy a sport. Mm. And I feel that the notion that people actually enjoy it, that they chase the thrill and that's the preference, like there's nothing better than street racing. No, I don't believe that is the, the correct um, thinking there. I mean, think of it, if this is a really an ego-driven sport, would you not want to be? Would you want not want your name and your car and your hard work to be held at the pinnacle of this sort of situation? Where it would be actually something that you are proud of, that you could actually get a trophy for, for example, lack of better word, or prize money, you, or some you, sort of. Are you, some, sorry.
0: Are you saying that if? Mm-hmm. We, if the city and uh, the authorities find a solution, they find a track, they find space, they they give the kilometre um, a, a strip, and, and, and. All the boxes are taken, everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that there's a percentage that won't um, or 100. that will continue to,
1: to, to race what on the I'm road? Is, what I'm saying is that 100% of people who are currently making these reckless decisions will be forced to rethink it in terms of Look, it's available now. If we're going to get something like Winfield, there's going to be something to support. And I'm not just talking about the racing, I'm going to talk about the people who would be involved there our EMS, our entrepreneurs, food stalls, things like this. Like everybody's saying it's a culture, which is true, but cultures can thrive if given the opportunity. We can't be snubbed out. It's not going to work, it's genocide.
0: Sorry, we've got to go, and a lot of people standing by. Hi, and a lot of people want to remain anonymous. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hi there, Nigel. Hi. Talk to us, please.
1: Uh, Firstly, I want to say I disagree with that guy because he shouldn't make any points now. Firstly, to me, street racing is illegal, completely illegal. Mm. Why don't we try to adapt what Durban did in 2010, where they approached government or council? and opened up a public road for these people to drag race, legally, but also still with the thrill of street racing. And these guys that are driving on major highways, clocking 200, 250, I think that's that's ridiculous. 120 is the max. So if you want to drive 250, there's other public on the road also. How would that guy have felt if he had to his family was in the car and someone is clocking 2.50 and it's their car what would he have done that's just
0: my thing so many many thanks let's go to another anonymous caller one good afternoon welcome to the show
1: hi Nigel. can you hear me
0: yes i can go ahead
1: hi Benadio. um like i, I could I totally agree with the previous caller just said now and totally disagree with the one before him because i think if They want to really do it. They will find a legal way to do it because at the end of the day, if you take away the supporters that support the illegal driving or illegal drag racing, like they said yesterday, once the supporters are gone, the races are done. Then no one drives anymore. So I think that thing is the most important. The supporters should take ownership as well, especially those who have family members doing it. I have a 21-year-old brother. If I should find out he does it, I would totally flip out because at the end of the day, that's someone's brother, that's someone's son, someone's father, the family should also take responsibility because they're also condoning the fact of the area by letting him go doing the drag racing.
0: Okay, I think that's Which going a little hard. too far. He's a 26-year-old man. Um, I don't know what control his parents have over him, but we certainly don't want to talk about a him because I think it, it goes wider and broader than uh, the gentleman involved in that incident on uh, Sunday night into Monday morning. Um, o seven two six seven zero four o two five. We really want you. on, We want to find. Yesterday we asked solutions for the for the racing fraternity. Today solutions um, that the authorities can employ so that we can. We we're never gonna root it out. Clamp down. Limit. Truncate. Um, this activity that takes place probably from Wednesday through to Sunday. Um, someone from the um, traffic department sent me a note. It's the R one hundred and two. It's the N one. It's the N two. Somerset West, Gordon's Bay. It's Clifton Road. It's Jake Scherwell. It's Ice Lieben to name but a few. Where else? Hey y'all,
1: check it out.
0: Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. FM Co. now.